Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Welcome to the City of David Dartford podcast. Be blessed as you listen to this message from our pastor. It's been a year um, that has been quite challenging for, for everyone, government, individuals, organization. But then, to the, to the glory of the almighty God, we are, we are here. We are here. And hear me. You are seeing today the last Sunday of, of December 2020. A very peculiar year. I'm here to make a, a sound of joy over your life that you are seeing the end of the year. You are going to be seeing next year, last Sunday in December. We are all going to be seeing years after years. And we're praying that we're not going to have this kind of a year that is uh, full of uncertainty. Going forward, life will be good unto every one of us, to organizations, to governments, to nations of the world. And so today, if we're in church, what we normally will have done today is like if we're president, Practically, like in church, there's no, we're not online, we're not doing a variety church. Today's always a dancing day for us where we just give God praise for, for, being in, for, being, for seeing the last Sunday of the year. We're still going to do that, so we'll call back the choir very soon. But I just feel we should share a brief of a word. Since we are individually at home, and then we are not able to dance the way we would love to, to dance. Um, so while sharing the word or before we share the word, can we just bow down our heads to pray? Eternal Rock of Ages, we want to say thank you. Almighty God and everlasting Father, we worship you, we honor you, we adore you, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you glory, Lord, we give you honor. That we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for, for making us to see the last Sunday of this year. We thank you because we saw the, we are seeing the end of this year. We saw the moment. Um, we are also going to be coming back to give a shout of joy to you on the last day of this year. And we have no doubt that next year, last Sunday in December 2021, if you if you have not come by then, we are also going to be coming together on a day like this to rejoice. Father, we say thank you. On a day like this, we are saying thank you. Over and over again, we are showing our heart of gratitude. And even as we looked into your word, looking into an attitude of gratitude today, Lord, we ask that great grace will come upon us. We will never take anything for granted. Most however, a lot of us have seen how this year have gone, and we suddenly realize that the freedom that you've given to us, uh, even to walk about, has, has severely been taken for granted. But we've come to a realization now to know that nothing, nothing should be taken for granted. And so we, we bless you. And Lord, we say thank you ahead of the world. Thank you during the world. Thank you aftermath of the world. Thank you for those who are, you are going to give an attitude of worship. We give you praise and glory. Blessed be your holy name. 
In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 And, and you know, um, sometimes this year I, I said to us that I read a book about how people take things for granted. How people come to a junction when they feel a self-entitlement to things around them. Um, and I said, people who operate in this, in this thing, um, they see themselves more than they see the benefactor, the person who is, is giving them or is, is gracing them to be able to achieve or putting them in a viable position where they are. Um, this self-entitlement spirit does not give somebody uh, a, a real gratitude um, heart, an attitude of, of thank you an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of saying, oh, this is where um, God picked me up from, through this person, through that person. They feel everything is their right. And, and when you have such uh, uh, people around you, personally, it's, it's a toxic thing, relationship that you have. It, it can be a husband and wife, it can be father and children, it can be father to even the children. When the father sits down and he feels that because I've paid my daughter's or my son's school fees, um, I'm entitled to everything in his pocket, not knowing that it's a privilege that God has given to you to even father or be a father to that child. So this attitude of, 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 of self um, above every other person, this attitude of I'm entitled to this um, suddenly killed the spirit of gratitude in every one of us. And, and you will agree with me that this year, if not any other thing, every one of us has now come to realize that moving freely is <laughs> not even a right. And you know, we feel it was a right. I also feel it was a right before. Because, you know, I just carry my car. I tell my wife, I'm going to this place. I'm going to that place. And, you know, sometimes when she says, where are you going? I'm thinking, where are you asking? I'm going. Because I feel I'm entitled to go out. But, you know, all of a sudden now, you and I know that Kent, where we have, London, and most of other countries are in tier four. In fact, I feel that if there is tier six, they will have possibly put some of us in tier six. And so that says to us that even picking up your car key or going to your next door neighbor to say hello, good morning, it's not, it's not an entitlement. Now, not even God now. Individual has come to say to us, no, you can't go out. Oh, no, you can't go to where you like. Oh, you have your money. And you know, I feel I have my money. I go to a restaurant. And if they don't talk to me properly in that restaurant, I will carry my bag and I will leave. Why? Because I feel entitled to leave my money I want to spend. So if you don't, but now they say, look, with your money, you can't even sit down in a restaurant. Oh, we know you have money. Praise God for your life. But sorry, sir. You can come into the restaurant, pick up your food, and go out of the way. If, if you come in this way, you go out that way. You know, before we fight over sitting in restaurant, we fight where to sit. And, and, and this, this humbles my heart. That you know what? Oh, so the... The going about that we do before freely without asking questions. The movement we do 
going to work without asking questions, coming to church on a Wednesday, coming to church on a Sunday, um, doing 21 days, it's, it's not a right. And so when we now come to this junction to know that nothing is a right. Can I please, as I begin to look to the word of God, begin to say to you this morning, waking up every morning is not a right. Standing in front of your wardrobe to choose the clothes you want to wear for the day, for the dress you want to pick, the wears you want to pick on the day, is not a right. And, and the reason why you're waking up is not a right is that some people slept on a better bed, in a better room, in a conducive atmosphere, in, in a solid ambience, they didn't wake up. Some, they woke them up to rush them to the hospital. So that you slept and you wake up is not a right. Some people, they will have to go and go to their wardrobe on their behalf. A lot of people that got dressed this morning, somebody went to their wardrobe to pick the clothes they were going to wear. So, whatever you are wearing this morning, it's not a right. Some people, they took them to the baths to go and take a bath for them this morning. So, folks, it's not a right that you enter bathroom and you come out. And, and you know, for some of us, you've taken, you've taken, you've taken a cup of coffee this morning. For some, you've had your breakfast. Please, sir, let me also uh, explain to you that this morning, sir, haven't looked at what we have said in a, in, a, in, a, in a moment ago, that even your breakfast eating is not a right. Some people have money, have the mouth, have, have a cook, no, not even the one you go and prepare yourself. Have a cook that can prepare them, prepare them seven, 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 seven dishes this morning to offer their breakfast. But then guess what? They can eat like a king, but they couldn't eat. So that you can eat your two slices of bread, your toast, your pramam, your anything that you've been able to eat this morning, it's not a right. It's when we are this morning. If you are alive, it's not a right, it's a privilege. And so when we all come to this junction to know that everything is a privilege and not a right, and that we are not entitled to anything, would I please ask everybody hearing me in your home, whether you're on Facebook, whether you are on, on YouTube, um, Instagram, wherever you are watching us from, can you just please rise up, lift up your two hands and say, Father, thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for preservation. Thank you for every day. Thank you for, for making me to wake up, for waking me up every morning. Thank you, oh Lord, for the, for the grace, almighty God, to stand up by myself on a daily basis, dress myself, taking my bath myself. Thank you for provision. Thank you, almighty God, for being gracious to me, oh Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So showing an attitude of gratitude, I'm going to look at the life of, of one man this morning. And I'll find out the reason why God has blessed this man so much. He is grateful to God. He is grateful to a woman around him or to the woman beings around him. Hear me one more time. He's grateful to God. He's grateful to almost everything around him. He's grateful. He is, he's a grateful man. Oh, no wonder praise was easy for him. Praise was easy for him. You know, when you are a grateful heart, when you have a grateful heart, you will have a, 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 a gentle spirit. You can be ba 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 ba. You can be running elter skelter. But then the question is the fact that you can even be hyper, like one of my daughters said to me, I'm super hyper. Um, <laughs> you can be super hyper. But then the question is that when you have a grateful heart, 
Here means that you will have a, a gentle heart, a gentle spirit. Who can always look back and say thank you to everybody that you uh, have come in, in contact with. Let, let's look at uh, um, this scripture in, in First King. First King. The first book of the kings. And I'm going to look at the second chapter. And we're going to start from verse 5 through to 7. And, and this is David talking here. Um, let me read from Message Bible. Uh, Message Bible is from verse 5 um, through to the 7 verse. And it says there, he said, and don't forget what Joab, the son of Zeruiah, did to the two commanders of Israel, army, to Habner, son of Nea, to Amasa, son of Jetha. He murdered them in cold blood, hacking in peacetime as he as if he were at war and had been stained with that blood ever since. Do, do what you think best with him, but by no means let him get off scot-free. Make him pay, but by no means let him get off scot-free. Make him pay. Now, everybody online, please join me to read verse 7. He said, But be generous to the son of Brasilia, the Gileadite. Extend every hospitality to them. That is the way they treated me when I was running for my life from Absalom, your brother. You, verse 8 says, You also will have to deal with Shemel, son of Gerard, the Benjamin, from Baruhim, the one who caused me so viciously when I was on my way to Mahanaim. Later, when he welcomed me back at Jordan, I promised him under God, I won't put you to death. But neither should you treat him as if nothing ever happened. You are wise. You know how to handle this thing. You will know what to do to make him pay before he dies. And Bible said, then David joined his ancestor, and he was buried in the city of David. And now, here is the story here. My, story, my main point is in verse 7. Now, what will give you everybody, and please hear me clearly this, this morning, once you don't have an attitude of gratitude to men around you, you will never have a genuine heart of gratitude to God. Now, here is David, and this is what a lot of us do. We do verse 5, 6, and verse 8, but we don't do verse 7. We remember people who have done us evil. We remember people who offended us. We remember the people who pinched us. We remember people who didn't treat us right. We, in fact, 
for a lot of us, we have so much, so much bitterness in our heart that it does not matter when somebody offended us five years ago, ten years ago, we are looking for how to pay back. But we are never thinking of the people who have done us good. And you know, the, the thing is the fact that, and that, huh, oh, but pastor, we're talking about gratitude to God. Let me tell you this. A lot of us, we remember what God did not do. We remember how he has not given us paper. How he has not given us husband. How he has not given us a child. How he has not blessed us. How he has not given us a house. But we, didn't, we don't take time to remember the good that he has done. We don't. We don't take about the fact that we could not have been alive today. We didn't take about the fact that he had, we, he had made us to escape so many accidents. He, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't remember the fact that God made us to escape many deaths along the way. We always remember the ones that he has not done. So here is David, a man with a gratitude that people offend him on the way. And you know, as many as have offended him on the way, he made their judgment clear. But he now told the people, it's in verse 7, he said, please, I beg you, be generous to the house of Brasilia. The Gileadite, extend every hospitality to them. That is the way they treated me when I was running for my life from Absalom, your brother. Now, this is a man at his death. On his deathbed, on his deathbed. So he's remembering, telling his generation the people who have done him bad, but he still remember the people who have done him good. Can I please beseech you by the mercies of the law? While you want to remember all the things God of heaven has not done, can I beg you this morning, learn to think deep and begin to thank him for what he has done that you did not even know anything about. Thank him, thank him. Just thank him for everything. You know, you have been alive, thank him. That you are 40, 50, 30, 60, 70, 80 years old today. Thank him. Some people died at one. Some people died at 10 years old. Some people died at 40. Some people died at 20. That you are still alive at the age of 30. You are alive at the age of 40. I know you don't have money. You are not where you want to be, but thank him first. Oh, business is not going fine. Excuse me, sir. Let's thank him. Some people don't even have business. Oh, sir. Some people have business. Uh, but, sir, some people are not even thinking about business. They don't even have the grace to start business. You have started. You've made money. And you say it's not going on fine now. But can you thank God for all the money you've made in the past? Can you thank God for even starting the business at all? Can you even thank God for giving you the grace to run up and down? You know, so while you are thinking of what he has not done, please, let's always think about the one that... David came and said, look, 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 listen. You know, if you have amplified version, let me read the amplified version of that verse 7 for you. I love the way amplified version puts the verse 7. He said, he said, he said in King James, he said, be gen- he said in Message Bible, he said, be generous. But in, King's, 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 uh, in amplified version, he said, be gracious and kind to the house of Brasilia, the Gileadite. He said, let them be among those who have the honor to eat at your table. Let them eat as king. They were good to me. Let them eat as a king. Let them eat at my table. King James Version of Good News Bible says, let them continually eat at the king's table. 
He said, why? They met me with kindness when I fled from your brother. So folks, if you are going to generate an attitude of thanksgiving to God and to human beings around you, but even though we're talking about God now, but I said start with work. Learn to begin to look down less on people who have offended you in the past. Learn to appreciate the good bits of what they have done. And then you now begin to see the generous attitude you are going to be showing to your maker for the things that he has done. You know, a lot of us feel that we are entitled. You know, a lot of times people in my family, they know. So I, 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 in fact, one day in my office in Lagos, I, I, bought, I was doing, putting some papers together. But if my staff, any of my staff hears this, even my junior brother, my, my, my junior brother today was there with me. You know, they were all there. They were running up and down. And all of a sudden, I just bursted into tears. And what the tear is that, how did you get to this point, Shedu? How? How on earth did you get to? I, I was crying uncontrollably. Now, in fact, they felt they were doing something wrong. And they were looking at the office, but then they couldn't just understand. I had to say, no, it's, it's nothing about you. Why? Because the fact that I could even mutter that strength was enough humbling for me. But the moment you start thinking that everything is your right, you have a haughty heart to God. And to be able to give God the best of the praise that he deserves becomes an issue. Let's look at this brother David again, who has done so marvelously in remembering things that are behind. Second Samuel. Second Samuel. The second book of Samuel. The 10th chapter. The 10th chapter. Second book of Samuel. The 10th chapter. Just a minute. Before, before, before we, we looked into that, let, let's look at the fact that the scripture says in, 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 in Psalm 22, before we come in, into that, Psalm 22, Psalm 22, we're going to read from verse 1 to 4. The psalmist, the 22 chapter, sorry, psalmist, the 22 chapter. Verse 1 to 4. It says, My God, my God, why art thou forsaking me? Why art thou so far from helping me? From the words of my Roi. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night time, and I'm not silent. Verse 3 and 4 said, he said, but thou art holy. O thou that inhabit the praise of 
Israel. Another scripture says, O thou that inhabit the praise of your people. He said, he said, but that only. No, verse, verse 4, sir. Verse 4. He said, our father trusted in thee. They trusted and thou didst deliver them. So you know what? Anytime you and I get to that junction where you feel God has not been good, or that you feel that you have not gotten all that you wanted from your maker, why don't you please do me a favor? What is the favor I want you to do me? The favor I want you to do me is that while you are thinking of the things that he has not done, while you know the things that he has not done, where there are so many, while all the things he has not done are there, can we come to an agreement today that even if you feel he hasn't done much, you will always come to a junction when you will say, Father, I remember your goodness yesteryears. You know, because for me, a, a lot of times the reason why we, we don't give the best of our praise to our God is because a lot of us forget about the goodness of yesterday. We forget about the goodness of yesterday. All that we are interested in is what God did today and what he has done or what he has not done. And the moment we are out of that environment, we don't suddenly forget what God of heaven has done yesterday. Here is David. He started from the fact that Lord, I have cried to you night, I've cried to you in the day, I've cried to you in the night, you were not hearing me. I don't know what I have done, oh Lord. I don't know what my offense is, my Savior. But then, here is this thing. You may not hear a prayer. You may not hear a cry. But I know one thing. You inhabit the praise of your people. And I will praise you because I know that is one thing you cannot reject. So, do you, have you prayed? Have you cried? Have you done everything that you ought to have done? And you can't see a result. Why don't you turn it to praise? Now, when you are praising, don't praise God like you are bribing him. Praise him because you can think about what he has done yesterday. Because it shall be a case whereby you are saying to God, you are saying to your Jehovah, I am a grateful child. I'm a grateful child. I'm a grateful child. And not until we all get to this point, until we all get to this level, we possibly are not going anywhere. That's why the scripture, my time is running fast. That's why the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 19, it says, in everything, give thanks unto God. In everything. So today, I'm going to allow you to thank God for January. Thank God for February. Now, don't just thank God. Look at the things he has done. Maybe salary that he has increased. Go back into your life. Look at those few things God of heaven has done. Look at that thing you start in this pandemic. That God just allow you to be successful with it. I don't know whether the choir can give us a, an high worship after I finish. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to do. But even if they are not, can you do something? Can you just dance without drum? In fact, hear me, sir. There is no praise that is as beautiful to God when you are dancing without anybody leading you. 
You know, sometimes when I'm doing my prayer work, I just get to the middle of the road and I begin to just shake like this. Sometimes I, 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 I bow my knees and, and just, just bow my head before him. He can just say, Lord, I, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. You know, I, I love that song that says, Who am I that you are thinking of me, that you love me? How, how, how you love me? Uh, you, you know, who am I? Who are you? Who are you? Who are, who are we? He didn't need us. Oh, sorry. He didn't need us. Psalm 135, verse 6 and 8 to 12. Verse Psalm 135, so that you know that God does not need us. Psalm, no, no, let's do Psalm 136, sorry. Psalm 136, so let's start with 135, 135, sorry. 135, verse 6, then 8 and 12. He said, he said, he said in verse 136, he said, Whatsoever the law pleases, that he did in heaven and in earth, in sea. And in, so, whatever he pleases. So, hear me, sir. If he decides to kill chimpanzee, nobody can query him. If he decides to make monkey alive, nobody can question him. He does as he pleases. You know, there's a, 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 a language in the Africa that they used to describe a king. And the latter language in Africa, especially in, in, in the southern part of, of a country called Nigeria, they call, they call, they call the king there, uh, the, one of the appellations that they also know about is Kabiosim. The meaning of that is that nobody will ask the king any question. Now, that is an earthly king that they've termed that name. How much more the God in heaven? And I feel that that name comes from this scripture. Who can question him? Who can query him? Where will you even submit the query to? If he have decided to make you a crippled person, where would you make the query to? If he has decided to make you deaf and dumb, who would you challenge him? Where would you go to challenge him? That you are I! And hell and healthy. He deserves all praise. He does as he pleases. Because you hear me? Those people who are, who are crippled on the floor begging for money, they were also created by our maker. He does as he pleases. He does as he pleases. He does as he pleases. Uh, let me hand up. 8, 8 to 12 of that same chapter. Verse 8. Verse 8 to 12. He said, look at what he has done. He said, he smote the firstborn of Egypt, both of men and of beasts. <laughs> he sent a token and a wonder to the midst of the whole Egypt, upon Pharaoh and upon all his servants. Eh? Who smote the great nation and slew mighty king? Shion, king of Amorite, Hog, king of Bashan, and all the kingdom of Canaan. He finished them. And he gave their land for an heritage. An heritage unto Israelis people. Who can query him? Who can question him? Who will ask him, God, what have you done? He, you know what? He looked at a nation. He collected what they have. He gave it to another nation. Yet, nobody can query him. Until today, that nation is giving out. Nobody, every nation of the world have tried to see what they can do. But they couldn't do anything. Folks, why don't you rise up on your feet? Even at your home, wherever you are, and just lift up your hands and say, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for your love. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for not making me, Almighty God, a byword. Thank you for your goodness in my life. Thank you for the church city of David. Thank you for my life. Thank you for Shagu. Thank you for Kingsley. Thank you for the Kingsley family. Thank you for everything. Thank you for your love over me. Thank you for watching over me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, oh Lord. Thank you, Almighty God, for not allowing coronavirus, Almighty God, to come near me, to kill me. Thank you, oh Lord. Thank you for sparing me, even traveling up and down in the middle of the pandemic. Thank you, oh Lord. I traveled in May, June, July, August, September. I keep traveling everywhere all around the world. Almighty God, during the pandemic, thank you, oh Lord, for saving me. I personally lift up my hands to say I will praise you, O Lord, forever and ever. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Give you praise and glory. Give you glory, O Lord, and honor. Give you honor and adoration. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that message. You can keep up with more of our content on our social media. God bless you.